This is Farmer's Inside Track, supported by Food from Zanzi. Inspiration for your business and life. From South Africa's farmers and agripreneurs. Hazardum Zanzi, and welcome to episode 4 of Farmer's Inside Track. We unashamedly salute the unsung heroes of agriculture. We believe in the power of agriculture to create social cohesion. My name is Dawn Numdu and I'm the editor of Food for Mzanzi. And with me is Corbus Lawrence, the co-founder of South Africa's leading agricultural and lifestyle news platform. Hey Dawn. I'm still very excited about the rollout of Farmers Inside Track, our exclusive content hub for up-and-coming farmers. If anyone hasn't checked it out, please go to www.farmersinsidetrack.co.za. Kubus, our next guest in my books is definitely a mover and shaker. She is Andile Matukane, founder and owner of Farmer's Choice. She's no longer in Mahalisburg, but she is currently running her operations in Mpumalanga and Pretoria. Wow, Mom, what did you put on this chicken? Well, I was trying a new recipe using grain-filled chickens. Oh, Mom, this is amazing. You can't go wrong with 100% South African farm-quality chicken. With a range of fresh, frozen and marinated products, make grain-filled chickens your number one choice. Grain-filled chickens from the farms of the Free State. Need we say more? If you want quality, ask for grain-filled chickens at a leading store. Grainfield Chickens, bring home the taste. Visit grainfieldchickens.co.za. So on to our guests for today, Andile Matukane, founder, founder and owner of Farmer's Choice. She runs her farming operations in Mpumalanga and Pretoria. Uh, welcome, Andile. Thank you. It's nice to be here. <laughs> I hear you are called the spinach lady. Can you tell us where that came from? Wow. That's what happens when you are within the agricultural space. You get to be given any name which you couldn't even think of. If you check, when I first moved to Mahalisbeck, no one knew who I was. But the only thing they saw was me coming in with spinach and going out with nothing. And then coming in with spinach (laughs) and going out with nothing. And then the next thing, when everybody kept on asking themselves, who am I? Everybody just thought the spinach lady (laughs) did you like the nickname (laughs) apparently i had to live with that name because that's what i do and it felt like everybody recognized me and everything that i do so i like the name and dealer both your parents were actually teachers but somehow you ended up in agriculture how did that happen that's what happens when you want to be unique you don't just follow everybody but then you choose your own path So I decided to be something else that nobody was and not to be a doctor because everybody's talking about being a doctor, not to be an engineer, but being a farmer and contribute to our food security. And your journey in agriculture, where did it start? After completing matrix, so to say, because when I first did my diploma, it was in agriculture and currently I'm doing a master's in agriculture as well. And it's been quite a journey from when we met you a year ago when you were still known as the Spanish lady to where you are now. You've grown a lot since then. A lot has happened. And as you're saying that I've grown a lot, there has been a lot of challenges and a lot of great things happening around, which is the reason why you're saying I've grown. It bloomed to be a great business which inspires everybody. 
Andile, when I first met you, the one thing that struck me was how positive your attitude is. It seems like you find an opportunity for every challenge. Can you talk about that a bit? Apparently, every leader should lead with a positive mind. So it doesn't matter what tries to bring you down, but then the positive mind should always stay positive rather than being negative about everything. So the funny part about that is that when you meet certain people and you bring up your positive energy, they tend to think you're on a certain level that they all expect rather than you're on another level that you're on. I've seen that as one way to improve businesses or so to say have more sponsors or have people more on board on everything that you do. It's that you have to keep on with the positive attitude, positive energy, and everything falls into pieces when you have positive attitude. A big part of your work at Farmer's Choice is assisting aspiring farmers and graduates with mentorship and also placing them on farms. Tell us a bit about that. And I'm sure you've had a lot of success stories as well that's coming from that. Looking at a number of people who are within the agricultural space, they're looking at the previous farmers or the current farmers who are on the ground. So to say, ah, one day I want to be like Andile, I want to do exactly what Andile is doing. So in order for everyone to be able to do that, but not to say exactly what I'm currently doing, it's one to give others a chance and mentor people, give them direction to say, if you want to be in the agricultural space, these are the things that one should expect. This is how you choose what you're going to be doing and it gives you some sort of direction if that's what you really want to do or it's not what you want to do. And seeing other people struggling to be within the agricultural space, it's one thing that gives me that positive mind to say I need to mentor other people mm. in order to be within the agricultural space. And some of the graduates that you've placed or people that you've sort of worked with, seeing them succeed, any highlights for you? Any people that you'd maybe like to mention and share with us? I've got a number of students that I've worked with. One is Mianga, he's based in Eastern Cape. And then there's Lizelle, who's in the Northern Cape. And then there's, oh, how do I forget my mentee? <laughs> there's another one who's based in Limpopodu. And they've grown to be the best within. And they've made some sort of correct choices, so to say. When we first met, they had an, another idea about farming. And now they've got something else in mind. And if you check, we've had a number of interviews with them and they're telling you their success stories and what they want to be rather than what they wanted to be before we met. What is it like being a young, dynamic black female in an industry that often is seen as very established and maybe very kind of old school? It has two feelings. One, it's hectic. And then the other one, it's great. Hectic because one has to keep up with everything that's happening. Currently, there's innovation where there's an introduction of technology. And as a young person, one has to keep up with technology. And then on the other side, you still have to keep up with the old ways of farming. And then the great part is that when you are young, you're able to multitask and you're able to do all those things. It gives some sort of being a superhero because you get to do everything and keeps you busy having to be energetic within the space. Do you feel welcomed into the space or not? Very welcome. 
Because everybody looks at you and be like, okay, there's a young black female who's doing one, two, three, who's within the agricultural space. And everybody wants to be associated with whatsoever that I'm doing. If everybody loves what I'm doing, it feels great. It inspires me. And also, I think it inspires others as well. When you first pitched the idea to your parents that you would be going into agriculture and thinking about the journey that you've been on since you started, did they say no? Were they happy when you started and and looking at all the challenges and, and the highlights that you've had? Funny how when I started, as I said, that I wanted to be different, they had another picture of me. So they wanted me to do accounting, which is one thing I do great, but then I don't understand. And I said, I want to do farming. And they were not so sure about that. But now they're proud parents to say we have an agriculturalist within our family. They want to be involved in everything that I do. What's the best advice you think you could give to your mentees or other people who are considering entering the industry? It's not to give up within everything that one has started. If you are already within the agricultural space, it's for you to find your footprint to say this is where I am. And I always say it starts with one seed. That one seed that you plant will always give out a multitude of other seeds. So you'll be able to open other opportunities, other doors where you'll find path to say this is where I want to be. Andile, you spoke earlier about there being some shortfalls or challenges and that led to you having to move your farming operation. What was that exactly and what led to the changes that you had to make? Being a young businesswoman, when, when you first go in and then you don't have someone to mentor you or someone to tell you to go right or left, you just decide, I'm going to go straight. And not knowing that when you go straight, there'll be harms that you have to jump over. I had leased a farm, but then the contracts were not specifically in place. So to say everything was written down, but then we had an agreement. And then there comes a time where one had to move from one farm to another because contracts were not in place. And it happened that I moved from where I was to where currently I am. I've learned from that and I've sought out all those things. So now I know that whatsoever that one is doing, there should be something written in black and white. So to say, tomorrow when anything happens, you know where to refer to. And picking up a farm and relocating it elsewhere, that must be not an easy operation. It's never easy because already you've established clients. You've established some sort of structures inside the farm. And when you move, there's no way you can move with some of the structures. So that's some sort of setback because one has to move and then establish another structure in order for them to pick up and carry on. That's one thing which tends to be one hell of a problem when you don't have contracts in place. Accessing markets, that's one of the biggest things that farmers are always talking about, having access to a specific market. Did that affect you at all when you moved from the one place to the other? I'm sure that was also a challenge for you. One of the greatest thing is being a young female farmer. (laughs) (laughs) Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. (laughs) So you get to use that opportunity wherever you go. So to say when you, you know what you want, you have to go after it. And at this moment, people are looking at growing young black people 
so to say, but then it's not easy because some clients will tell you, we're not looking for such things. But then you have to be convincing. You have to have that positive attitude, so to say. I'll come back tomorrow and still give you the same thing and you'll end up taking whatsoever that I'm giving you. But then with the fact that one is young, people are looking at that and saying, we're going to support and grow this young black female. Also, in terms of your studies, completing your master's this year in plant pathology, how important is it that people who are in this industry, agriculturalists, farmers, do you think that it's a must that they study? Or is it okay for you just to go on experience and find a mentor and work in the industry in that way? It's a two-way string. If you look at other farmers, the older farmers, all they did was grow in a farm and then they get to get all the experiences that they need. And looking at my situation, being raised by two teachers who knew nothing about agriculture, it's a different story from someone who grew up in a farm. So for me, I never stop learning. And I believe that at this point with everything changing, it is important to for one to go to colleges or universities just to beef up the knowledge that they have, just to make sure that They get to be relevant with everything that's being introduced, with everything that people tend to be producing or anything that's related to agriculture. Because in most cases now, they're changing everything and introducing the latest things that are happening. And keeping up with the latest technology, do you think that's important as well? (laughs) (laughs) It's very much important because if you check, we do have, but then not being utilized enough land. Not everybody's going to get land. And if you check, we're starting to farm on top of roofs, which is one of the latest version of farming, which is part of technology as well. So when you get to familiarize yourself with technology, it happens to be a great thing because you get to know traditional ways and then the technology ways. And if you look at um, where you're going, seeing yourself, you have obviously new plans in place for your new projects. Where is Andile Matukane in the next five years? I'll give it a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) She's giving it a surprise. And then also, I think you gave very specific advice earlier, but you also gave specific advice to farmers to also join certain groups. Um, just, Just to highlight those tips as well to farmers who's just starting out in the industry. As I've mentioned that when I first got into business, I had no mentor. So it was just for me to go up straight. You'll see the humps when you get to the hump. So it is much more important for one to get into all the agricultural groups where there's different people with different knowledges. So to say, you'll know when to find a specific thing that you're looking for. As you said, that I'm studying towards plant pathology, which is more focused on plant diseases. If you're doing open field, you'll need plant pathologists. And if you are in one of the groups where it happens that such a person, you get to be helped rather than when you're running your own race alone. Definitely a go-getter and Dele Matukane, founder of and owner of Farmer's Choice, a real superwoman in my eyes, Kobus. Yes, I really enjoyed meeting you twice now. And it's <laughs> nice talking to you. I find you very inspiring with your positive outlook and life. Thanks for joining us again, Andile. So in the next edition of Farmers Inside Track, we'll be interviewing Mos Mosesi, the township aquaponics pioneer, Quobus.
Looking forward to that. And then also just to remind everybody, if you haven't checked out Farmers Inside Track yet, please go to www.farmersinsidetrack.co.za. Until next time, bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Farmers Inside Track podcast, supported by Food Form Zansi. For more information, find us on www.farmersinsidetrack.co.za. Dot Z A.